Welcome to the Rambling Podcast with Sydney Labuda. Let's spill some tea and talk some shit, am I right? <laughs> One, two, three, fuck it. So that's kind of the end of season two, and then season three, that is where shit hits the fan. Oh yeah, the ball gets rolling. It's- Me, Liam, and Matt, my our other Game of Thrones watch club, <laughs> um, we were like, okay, so like she was flying through the episodes, and we're like, if you're gonna save an episode for us, like it has to be season three, episode nine, and we claimed her because did. I know that other people were asking you to watch that episode. Um, and how do you feel that you got to watch it with us? I mean, your reaction was. <laughs> everything you wanted yeah because like you're very expressive like even Thank more than you. me sometimes like when I watch shows like I'm you just were very like vocal and very like like animated but it, it was also hard to watch because I felt so bad for you <laughs> and that day you were like Rob is my favorite character and I love him and he's so handsome and then all of a sudden when you were like, watching you have reaction no to that, idea we're like, Fuck, like, I know well sucks. I was <laughs> I was happy like obviously I'm flattered you know that anyone wants to watch things with me oh my god but I was happy to do it like with you guys because you guys are legitimately the reason I started watching it Aww. so it felt right yeah it um and we we already claimed you for some down yeah. the line episodes too you did you did yeah. well I think we agreed like obviously not season four but I think mm-hmm. we agreed that we're gonna do every ninth and tenth episode together yes because like as many Game of Thrones fans know the ninth episode is always the craziest mm-hmm. So, and then the 10th is the season finale, and, like, you kind of have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, we might as well. Like, yeah. we're going to watch that together. Like, we'll just watch the next episode. So, season three starts, and, you know, Rob Stark is still, like, being amazing, trying to, like, figure out how to make the North the best. He falls in love with this woman, Lady Talasia. Yes, Lady Talasia. <laughs> She's gorgeous. <laughs> and, you know, they're, it's like Catelyn and Ned. It's, like, real love. Mm-hmm. Like, genuine. And not marrying for the titles yeah. of anything. She's literally a random woman. Like, yeah. she's at his, like, camp of people. Yeah. And he's, like, he just, like, sees her. And they, like, start talking. And you can tell they, like, fall in love right away. Right. So, they fall in love. Tyrion falls in love with a whore named Shay. And, like, their relationship was really cute. Brienne of Tarth and Jaime Lannister. Basically now, so Catelyn was like, Jaime, you're my hostage. And Rob was like, yeah, we need to keep this guy. And Catelyn was like, okay, psych, we're going to set this guy free, but with my really, really powerful feminist icon knight, <laughs> I trust her with my life. You're going to take Jamie back to King's Landing, and you're going to go, and you're going to get Sansa and Arya, and you're going to bring them back to me. Mm-hmm. And then Rob finds out that she did that in secret, and he's like, mom, fuck you, why would you do that? That's a terrible idea, he's going to escape. She's like, no, trust me, like, he totally won't. And he's like, we needed him here. And she's like, we need your sisters. And he's like... Oh, fuck you. So Brienne and Jamie are on this like Shrek and Donkey adventure. <laughs> like, I love that description of it because it's so it's true. It's so true. You know how like when you watch Shrek and like Donkey's like talking a lot and like being annoying and Shrek's like, would you shut the fuck up? Yeah. Like Jamie's like trying to get under Brienne's skin and like wear her down and she's like, fuck you. Stop, stop. It's kind of like Ari and the Hound too. Exactly. Yeah. Very much so. So they're on these like adventures and then they end up getting kidnapped by other people and Jamie gets his hand chopped off. It's really disgusting because there's a bounty on Jamie and like it's so many people like want these people for different reasons. And that's crazy because it strips his power away of being like the best swords fighter. Yeah, they cut off his like fighting hand. Yeah. Yep. And so then they bring him back to King's Landing with Brienne. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Stannis is like trying to play more moves with mm-hmm. like the red woman. Yes. And you know, people are trying to just like everyone's trying to inch their way closer and closer to the throne and like win a war. And at this point, Rob is like, Okay, we need to we need an army because we don't have Jamie anymore mm-hmm. as our captive. Right. So like we right? Like that's why he's like, We need a strong army and he goes to the incest guy. Wait, who's the incest guy? Not not the other incest guy. The <laughs> guy that's like, oh, I like have all these really ugly daughters. Oh, Walter Frey. Yeah, well, Filch from Harry Potter. Yes, Filch from Harry Potter. Which... <laughs> new Harry Potter fan. Embarrassing. You are. You're a new Harry Potter fan. Yeah, so I was like, oh my god. Game of like, I know them. Yeah. And um, also mm-hmm. Tonks. Yes, Osha. Tonks. So, uh, see, this is the thing with all the plot lines. Like, yeah. we haven't talked about Bran in so long. Bran, right, but Bran is kind of, like, boring. his plot line gets, like, kind of pushed aside for a little bit. But also, with the Walter Frey thing, that's, like, a season one thing. That, yeah. like, they made a deal, him and Catelyn, like, mm. 
Rob is going to marry one of my daughters who he'd use this bridge. So technically they should have an alliance. Yeah. But then Rob is like, I'm going to marry Lady Talosia. <laughs> and then he immediately breaks that alliance, technically. Yeah. Then, but, he, but he gets mad right in the moment. He's like, Mom, why did you agree to, to, to this man that I would marry right. one of his fucking daughters? And she's like, you need to cross the bridge. You yeah. needed to go. To, like, find your brothers or whatever it was. No, it was to save Ned. Which is so oh, sad because oh, he wouldn't yeah. have made it in time anyway. Mm-hmm. Or he didn't. Yep. So that's, like, super sad to think about. But. Yeah. And so he breaks that, like, promise that he's going to marry Filch's <laughs> ugly daughter. And he's like, all right, we need to go and apologize so we can have them fight with us. Right. And they're like, all right, like, let's go. Everyone from Winterfell, everyone in Rob Stark's, like, army... They go, and they're like, we're so sorry. And he brings his, like, now pregnant, like, wife. Yes. Lady Talasia. Well, they're also trying to mend, because now Catelyn's brother is going to marry one of the daughters instead. So they're trying to mend the alliance, and then Walter Frey plays it off like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, this will work. (laughs) And then, like, if we make the alliance good again, like, they'll fight with us. Like, we need this alliance. Right. Um, So here's a trade-off. And Rob plays the love card. He's like, I married for love, like, and you think, like, oh, that Filch is, like, Walter Frey is, like, mm. oh, wow, that's great. That's beautiful. He, like, objectifies the fuck out of Lady Salasia. Yeah. He's, like, yeah, I can imagine what's under that dress. Yeah. That seems, like, kind of funny to watch. Like, it it's, like, funny, funny, but <laughs> it's really fucked up, but we're, like, wow, like, he's really, like, not stopping. No, <laughs> no. It was, like, the perfect example of, like, when you get, like, secondhand embarrassment yes. from something when they, like, don't know when to stop. That's yes. what he was doing. He's just, like, not self-aware. Yeah. That's kind of, like, a journey they go on for a few episodes, and then it gets to, you know, season three, episode nine, which is the biggest episode called The Red Wedding. Mm -hmm. They're like, here, Catelyn's like, here, Rob is sorry, and here's my brother. He'll marry one of your daughters. And Walter Frey was supposed to have this hideous daughter. Mm -hmm. She's beautiful. Yes. And everyone's like, oh my god, this was the perfect situation. Wow, I love how everything works out. And so they have the wedding. They take, you know, the husband and the bride off to their bed because, like, then they have to consummate and, like, have a baby. Right. And so the wedding itself, like, the feast is over. Mm-hmm. And there's a rule where you're not allowed to kill anyone at a feast or at, like, a wedding. Yes. Which I think also exists in our universe, I would oh, think. Oh. I mean, you're... Well, in our universe, you're just not supposed to kill people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? You're onto something. <laughs> So, so yeah, it gets a little tricky there. there. It does. Okay, I guess at war time in their times yeah. is what they mean. Yeah, like Which when they're like, at war. Enough. Yeah, you don't kill anyone at a like a wedding or a wedding feast. Yes, and so the feast ends, and you hear people say like, "Oh, the feast is over," and then you pointed this out to me mm-hmm. because I didn't recognize the detail. Yeah, but the doors of this like room they're in, let's just call it like a mess hall where they're yeah. like having this like ceremony. The doors close. Yes. And this song starts playing. Right. And what's the song? Okay, so it's called Reigns of Castamere, and it was from when House Lannister wiped out a different house called... I don't remember what they were called, but it's called Reigns of Castamere because I think maybe the house was House Rain or something, and they wiped out this entire house. So it's the song that represents that, so mm-hmm. it means, like, a bad omen, essentially. Yeah. So Catelyn recognizes it because she knows, like, the history of that house or whatever. Yeah. And is like, oh, fuck, what's going on? And then Roose Bolton's next to her with the the arm guard or whatever he has, and then that's when shit hits the fan. Yes. So talk about your reaction. I, wanna, I yes. want people to know. <laughs> so I'm sitting there watching this episode that, like, has... And not just Sam, Liam, and Matt. Like, a lot of people that I know that watch the show were like, just wait till you get to this episode. And people kept calling it the Red Wedding. And mm-hmm. I was like, the People fuck? said that to you? A lot of people did. This is the thing. Like, I know that when Liam watched Game of Thrones, I was kind of like, I was kind of like loose about mentioning things. And I was like, fuck, that was kind of a spoiler. With you, I've been very careful. Yeah, you've we, been good. We didn't even talk, we didn't even call it the Red Wedding. So I was hoping yeah. nobody would say no, that. No, people because, did, but I didn't know yeah. what it meant. Okay. Um, I will say, yeah, they didn't spoil anything for me, but Sam and Mac got a lot of hate because they spoiled <laughs> Ned Stark's death for Liam. Yeah. Really early on, and that's, like, one of the biggest things to happen. I honestly <laughs> don't even know how... You didn't have any spoilers at all, so I felt, like, proud of that. Like, I was like, I yeah. really want to preserve that. Yeah, and I'm very, very, very careful with spoilers. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, so I'm sitting there watching this episode with them, and, like, I guess that song starts playing, the door's shut, and, like, they obviously know what's coming because they've watched the show before, but I don't know what any of that means. And then Catelyn Stark is sitting next to, what's his name? Uh, Roose Bolton. Roose Bolton. And he's got this, like, chain mail on his wrist, and he has, like, a knife, and she sees it, and she's like, <gasps> 
oh my god and she's like rob run and this man comes up behind lady talasia who is rob's pregnant wife yeah and stabs the fuck out of her in her stomach that part was so brutal brutal, like not only obviously killing her but like directing it at the heir to the throne yeah like killing the baby first like it's so bad so bad and then they shoot they shoot some arrows and rob Mm -hmm. and i'm literally sitting there like this is the worst case scenario for me in this show right like this is my worst nightmare yeah because we thought it would be like crazy to see a reaction but i was like wait she's really attached to rob (laughs) no really emotionally attached in an unhealthy way to a fictional character (laughs) i have a habit of doing that it happens and yeah and and that literal morning, I was posting on the podcast Instagram story, and I was like, Rob Stark is legitimately the best character ever. I love him. He's so handsome, so silly. Like, he's the best. Most so unproblematic, like, going on and on about how I love Rob Stark. Yeah. Literally a mere, like, four hours before this. Oh, yeah, that's why we felt extra bad, because I think I mentioned them. I'm like, this is going to be rough, rough. but fun. Yeah. Because it was just, like, you were so... In- like, seeing your favorite character die, nobody Sucks. wants that. Yeah. yeah. Especially kind of early on, because there's eight seasons like you know and in my head so i'm watching this right and i'm thinking kind of similar to the ned stark thing Mm -hmm. but i'm like okay this has to be a dream right someone's gonna wake up like or snap out of it like this is like a maybe it's catelyn like maybe she's having like a bad vision like thinking like of something because like her life is so traumatic like Mm -hmm. who knows like this can't be real they cannot be doing this right now and you said that multiple times and we were just silent because they were silent say anything like sam matt and liam were literally sitting there in complete silence, not even watching the show. They were watching me watch the show. Yeah. And I was literally, like, screaming. Yeah. And then, you know, Catelyn hides under a table, and she seems okay and safe for now, but, like, they're killing everyone from Winterfell, all of the northern people. And mind you, Arya and the Hound, at this point, had been on an adventure to Mm -hmm. go home. Like, to go... Like, the Hound, for a fee, like, to get paid, but he was bringing Arya to Catelyn and Rob. Back to her family. Right. And they literally got there at that time. That was the so The second sad. they enter the gates of this kingdom, they see everyone getting massacred. Yeah. And the hound gets her, like, the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. She was so close. That was the... That, that was, was really sad. I mean, the whole episode is sad, but that watching that yeah. was like, oh, poor Arya. Like, she can't catch a break kind of thing. And then Catelyn gets out from under the table. She, like, grabs one of the Walter Frey's daughters and she's like I'll literally murder her like let Rob live please like we will not we won't hold you accountable for this like please like I lost my husband do not take my oldest son please like she's literally just being like a mom yes and the guy literally is like eh you can kill her if you want like I've got a fuck ton of daughters anyways like I'll just I'll have more babies yeah that's literally (laughs) and Rob Stark at that point was like crawling on the floor Mm -hmm. to his like bleeding out wife while Mm -hmm. he also had like arrows in him Mm -hmm. and someone came over and like struck a final blow to him oh Bruce Bruce Bolton Bruce Bolton he said the Lannisters send their regards yeah and that's when you know that the reason Walter Frey did this it wasn't because of the broken like treaty about the marrying the daughter like Mm -hmm. it was because the Lannisters paid them yeah to kill the Starks which, fair enough, but I also think that if he kept his oath, I mean, that's Maybe it would have happened, but, but it, yeah. Because he would, his, one of his daughters would be yeah, queen guy, of the North. So right. they would be a queen in a different right, but not that the Lanners was like, well, the Starks betrayed you, do you want to, like, be with us? Yeah. It was enticing, because he's not an honorable, honorable guy, so he yeah. was like, why wouldn't I do that? Right. And then Catelyn sees her oldest son get killed, mm-hmm. and she literally just, like, gives up, someone slices her throat. And we lose Rob and Catelyn in season three. Yeah. And, and Lady Talasia. And Lady Talasia, my enemy. Your enemy. But, Your competition. And, like, so many things happen in season three, but that's, like, the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, That's, like, the... And everything that's happening is leading up to it, too. Yes. Like, you see, like, the star... Like, Rob and Catelyn and, like, Lady Talasia. Like, all these people, like, planning and plotting and, like, doing all these... Making these moves to mm-hmm. lead towards them taking back the north and you know taking down the lannisters and this just ends the season with the craziest death the craziest deaths mm-hmm. so far at least and it's really interesting because it like eliminates an entire plot line that uh-huh. you're so invested in because you love the starks mm-hmm. and then you're just like okay so now what and you see the way the show kind of has a turning point and you know focuses on other things and it changes the dynamic yeah and it's another example of like no one is safe right yeah no one is safe in the show 
Um, you and then another like little thing that happens. So Daenerys, this whole time, she's been like basically taking over cities with like really like horrible treatment and like slaves mm-hmm. towards their like in their people. And she's been taking over the cities, freeing all the slaves, and being like, "You have your masters are gone. Like you can go and be free, or." You can be a part of my army. Yeah. She, the big one is the Unsullied. Mm-hmm. She, like, takes over, like, this tribe and, like, gets all these amazing soldiers. And she's, like, you can be a free person as my, like, soldier or you can just be a free person and not fight. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And everyone, obviously, is always choosing to go with her because she's, like, amazing. And she yeah. also has dragons and they know they're safe with her. That's true. Um, so, she does that a couple times. And then these, like, three dudes, like, come marching into her tent one day in, like, a city that she's at. And they're like, hey, first of all, I'm going to objectify you. I want to fuck you. Second of all, like, I am going to fight for you and then you're going to pay me and you're going to treat me like gold. Like, I don't I don't even know where those three guys came from, but one of them, what's his name? Dario Naharis. Dario Naharis. He's like, basically like the, he's like a side character one at first, but he becomes like the lead one because yeah. he kills the two guys he came with because he knows they're, like, bad mm-hmm. and that they want to kind of just, like, fucking kill Daenerys and, like, then, like, take over everything she's made and, like, have their own army. Mm-hmm. And they came completely out of left field. But so he's like, okay, um, no, I think I'm going to fall in love with her. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kill these guys and then I'm going to pledge loyalty to her mm-hmm. and I'm going to be, like, her soldier. And season three kind of ends with that. And then season four starts and the character is played by an actor that looks nothing like the last one <laughs> literally nothing like we were like sitting there at the end of season three and we're like can we just tell her because we're like yeah. just so funny they just like recast him and it's so yeah bad. like the guy in season three that played dario had like almost like looked like orlando bloom's character in lord of the rings um his name is blanking but like a long like hair like it was like golden brown he was very like almost like greek looking mm-hmm. like chiseled tan like but like blue eyes mm-hmm. season four starts and he's like some like italian scruffy like long island ass looking dude yeah he literally looks like, like so brown hair. Yeah, yeah like it's like, like curly and you're I... like who wait who is that and then yeah. she says his name and you're like i'm sorry what yeah, it's confusing, and they just kind of are like, this is what we're going to do, and deal with it. Yeah. But it's funny, because in the books, he's supposed to have blue hair. Very weird. Very weird choices are made. Yeah. Um, but because it's Game of Thrones, you're just like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. So, and that happens, like, multiple times, and I'm like, I just don't understand the casting department. Yeah, like, what what is that about? Yeah. Um. So, okay, so that's pretty much the bulk of season three. Right. And now season four. That you just finished. That I just finished. So this we, one's really fresh. And we were talking about it in the car and we're like, wait, we have to stop talking because it's so easy to keep talking about it. Yeah. And we wanted to save it for this. Yes. So season four starts and so obviously, like we said, how Joffrey and Sansa were supposed to get married. Marjorie, who was married to Renly, who got killed by Stannis, who mm-hmm. was gay and in love with her brother. She's like, okay, me and my family now are going to go to King's Landing because, like we said before, like, to her, she just wants to be queen. She mm-hmm. wants to be the good queen to the people. Right. So she's like, I'm going to try to marry this guy, Joffrey, because, like, he's young, I'm kind of young, and, like, you know, we'll we'll do our part there. Mm-hmm. And, like, he treated his people like shit. So, like, she, there was a lot of good work she could do mm-hmm. in King's Landing. And so she's like, hey, marry me. She's also, like, stunning. Oh, Like, yeah. she's literally beautiful. So, she's like, so beautiful. he sees her and he's like... She's also really good at, like we said before, playing the game. Yeah. So she could disagree with everything that Joffrey is doing, but she'll, like, talk to him in a way that he believes that she's just like him. Like, he's ruthless. He likes to kill. He likes to do all these horrible things. And she's like, I want to feed the poor. But <laughs> she's like, ooh, I'm fascinated by your weapons. Like, tell me about how you kill animals with them. And, like... She'll just, like, play this part. Right. So he's like, oh, you're hot and crazy? Of course I'm going to marry you. However, Sansa, I'm not letting you go home. I'm just going to keep you here and torture you, and now you're not going to have any power. Just because he's sick. But like, they don't even he's need her. Twister. They don't even need her anymore, because the Starks really have no power. And no, she's they're, just like, all dead. Yeah. The most powerful Stark is Bran. Yeah. A literal, like, paralyzed 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. But everyone thinks he's dead. And everyone thinks he's dead. 
everyone thinks that Bran and Rickon are dead yeah. because and Arya honestly and Arya because no one's seen her in like since before Ned Stark got killed because no one knew she was there yeah so true. everyone's like Sansa's like the only living Stark and like yeah. she's kind of just like and she's a girl yeah she had no one to be the king with like no mm-hmm. babies no pregnancy so they were just like all right like and Jon Snow was a bastard yeah so he can't be the king right no he can't so and he's at the wall yeah exactly so there, there's no reason to keep Sansa prison there but he does yeah because he's a sicko Joffrey's like this is just like fun for me yeah he's just like, like a, a, a fun little hobby for sport yep <laughs> so him and Marjorie get like I guess for lack of a better word engaged right <laughs> and Cersei like hates her yeah because she's like this bitch is gonna be the queen now well she's like real. she'll recognize as real yeah like, she knows that marjorie is powerful and smart just like her yeah and she also knows that joffrey is a fucking psycho and a yeah. monster and that there's no shot that girl would actually want to be with him right so and cersei's like the queen regent so like mm-hmm. she's the queen but like because she's joffrey's mother yes. and like joffrey's not married yet yes. and doesn't have a child exactly so once he marries marjorie she'll be the queen and cersei will not be the queen regent anymore. No. So she'll be losing her power. Her son's like obsessed with like this little like hottie with a good heart. And like <laughs> she's like, fuck this shit. I don't want that to happen. And her father, Tywin, who is like the head ruler, he's like, too bad. And by the way, you're marrying her brother. And she's like, what? She's like, rumor has it he's gay. He's like, okay, well, rumor has it you fuck your brother. So yeah. let's call a spade a spade and let that one go. You're marrying him. And she's like, in her ma- brain, she's also like, okay, no, like because I'm in love with my brother, I don't want to marry anyone. And she's like, I don't need to get married. And he's like, yes, you do. We need to put more Lannisters in the world. Like, mm-hmm. you both need to get married. You need to have kids. We need to have descendants going. And the Tyrells, which is Marjorie and Larson. Loris. <laughs> <laughs> what, Loris? Loris, but Loris better known and, as Larson. Yeah. Like, their, like, last name, like, their family. Mm-hmm. They're very rich. They have, like, a good lineage. So mm-hmm. he's like, we're doing this. We are merging the Lannisters and the Tyrells. Like, mm-hmm. we're making this happen. Yes. So Marjorie and Larsa, what? Loris. Fuck, I can't do it. That was a new one. Okay. We have to write that I got down. this. Yeah. Marjorie and Loris have this grandma, and she's an icon. Lady Olena. Lady Olena is the, she's the feminist icon of the fucking show. Honestly, yes. She's a queen, and she's like, her and Marjorie call Sansa into this, like, garden, mm-hmm. and they're like, tell us about Joffrey. And Sansa's, like, lying. She's like, he's wonderful. I think he's the best king ever. Because she's traumatized. She's, she's so afraid scared. to be, like, saying anything that could bite her in the ass, essentially. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, you know, you don't have to lie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell us. And Lady Olena? Yes. She's like... Good job. I, thank you. <laughs> she's like, I want to know who my granddaughter is marrying. Like, I need to know what he's going to be like. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, if I can be honest with you, he's literally a fucking psychopath and a monster. And I hate him. And he keeps me prison here. And he killed my father mm-hmm. literally in front of me after he promised he wouldn't. Yeah. And he sucks. He really sucks. And so you kind of think, oh, they're going to care. And then you think, oh, they don't care because... Lady Olena and Marjorie are like, huh, well, you know, men are men, and when I'm queen, I'm just going to do really good things, and it'll be okay. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Olena was like, oh, that's unfortunate. Like, that kind of sucks for us. Yeah, but she was like, whatever. It is what it is. Like, anything to get the throne. Is that before or after they try to marry Sansa to Loras, though? Uh, before. Okay. So, because that's the other thing. So, like, Sansa was going to marry Loras, Mm -hmm. and Sansa, like, didn't realize he was, like, secretly gay or anything. Right. And he's, like, this handsome, like, curly, blonde hair, like, mm. strong, really good fighter. Yeah. He's, like, young. They're, like, the same age. And she's, like, oh, my God. And he's so nice. Yeah. She's, like, this is amazing. Like, I, this is what I want. And then Tywin's, like, no, no, no. Cersei, who's, like, probably in her, like, 30s or 40s, you're marrying, like, this 18-year-old kid. And she's like, no. And then Sansa's like, once again, no happiness for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This family continues to ruin my fucking life. That's why I don't get Sansa haters, because you just feel bad for her the whole time. She brought it all onto herself, though. And, like... At first. But then she was, like, a kid, you know? I don't know. It's hard. The rest of her family and her younger siblings knew better. Keep watching. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I think I will. (laughs) So, then, whatever. So, these are the marriages that are supposed to happen. And then, like, literally season four, episode two, Marjorie and Joffrey get married, and you're at the wedding. And Joffrey's being an asshole. He's treating Tyrion like garbage. He puts on this, like, really offensive and, like, ignorant, like, 
imp minstrel show oh, I forgot where like that. all of the like dwarfs in the kingdom are like basically hired as like I guess like entertainment yeah and they're like dressed up as the other kings and like one of them is dressed up as King Renly and mm-hmm. he's like got like a butt thing on and like people are like like supposed to be like having sex with him like it's supposed to be mocking that he was gay right meanwhile he's literally dead and that's who Marjorie was married to yeah so it's like super insensitive to their family right and then you have like Rob Stark like they have him beheaded with like a wolf's head Mm -hmm. which is obviously offensive to Sansa and like it just goes on and on you have the Mad King like you have all these like offensive things happening and Tyrion is literally like okay well this is terrible and then um Joffrey's like oh Tyrion why don't you go grab a costume like you join the show and he's like, ah, oh, no thank you, your grace. <laughs> and then he's like, you be my cup hand or my cup bearer. Like, give me my wine at yeah. my wedding. And he's like, goes to give him wine, knocks it out of Tyrion's hand, makes him crawl under a table, pick it up. Like, it's just, it's, he's treating him terribly. He's being a monster. He's being an asshole. He cuts into a cake with a knife and, like, kills a bunch of birds. Like, he's just being a fucking psycho. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, when he cut into the cake where, like, the doves fly out of the top. Uh-huh. They, like, show you the doves fly out, and then there's, like, a camera pan to the cake, and inside there's, like, a bunch of dead birds, because he literally <gasps> sliced it with a sword. He was like, ah! I literally forgot about, about that. Oh, yeah. that's so sick. Yeah. And so every time he's doing something really bad, and, like, Marjorie can see someone's getting upset, she'll try to provide a distraction and, like, mm-hmm. distract Joffrey so he stops being an asshole. And one of those times, like, it's when he was about to drink something, and then so he stops, then he drinks his wine, and he gets poisoned at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Joffrey dies at the wedding. And everyone cheers. And everyone's Everyone like, watching yes. cheers. <laughs> um, but, and everyone's like, oh my god, it was Tyrion. Like, right. Tyrion, because Tyrion was the cupbearer. And he's like, it literally wasn't, though. Mm-hmm. And as this chaos is starting to happen and all this madness, this guy who's, like, the town fool, who Sansa basically had his life spared at one point, runs up behind Sansa and is like, come with me if you want to live. Mm-hmm. And, like, takes her on a boat. She goes to this, like, other castle with this guy, Littlefinger, mm-hmm. Peter Baelish, who's, like, a creep. I can't believe we haven't talked about him yet. I know, because he's... Too many plots. Too many too plots. You're so right. Um, and, you know, then Peter Baelish, like, literally kills the guy that brought her over. Because, right. I guess, why not <laughs> in this world? And Peter Baelish, his backstory is that, like, he was in love with Catelyn Stark. And, like, obviously she loved Ned Stark. So, she never loved him. So, Peter, like, marries her sister. Mm-hmm. But, like, her sister always knows that, like, she's never going to be enough. Like, that he, his one true love is, like, Catelyn. And, like, Sansa is, like, her daughter and has the long red hair. And, like, mm-hmm. so she kind of just goes crazy. And, like, you know, she threatens to kill Sansa. And then Peter Baelish is like, fuck you. I never loved you. I always loved your sister. Bye. Pushes her out a window. You saw that part already. Yeah, that was in season four. I, I'm losing track of when things happen. But that is so... I don't like what's her name. Um, I don't know. Lady she, Aaron. I don't no, like she her. breastfeeds her like fifteen-year-old son. Yeah, she's really weird. Yeah, so I was kind really of like, strange. all right, I, I see where Peter's coming from. Yeah, no, I was like, honestly, I was waiting for someone to kill her. <laughs> yeah, she's annoying. She sucks. Um, so basically, Sansa is now like not in King's Landing anymore. Tyrion is like being held in the dungeon. They're gonna put him on trial for the murder of Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Jaime is like, I'll defend you because like I know you didn't do it. And Cersei's like, no, fuck that. Yes, he did. And Jaime's like. No, he didn't. You literally just want to kill Tyrion because he's smarter than all of us and he's witty and he is likable and you blame him for killing our mom. Yeah. And in this season, we get Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. as, what's his name? Oberyn? Oberyn. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> well, I was obsessed with him, not gonna lie, so I feel like I paid a lot of attention to him. Fair enough. He's in this, like, really, like, sexual marriage. They're, like, bisexual swingers so like he has like it's him he's stunning he's got like his like just like hotness and his black hair and like he's tan and just looks so good he has this beautiful wife and they just like hook up with like all the like I guess like the whores like men and women whores like all together just have these like orgies yeah and they're just like living their best and like they do things their way and like everyone in King's Landing is like what the fuck because like they're all like noobs (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and every as soon as he gets there, you sense there's tension and you come to find out it's because like, so the hound's brother, the mountain, kidnapped, raped, and murdered Oberyn's sister. Yes. And her kids. And her children. Mm-hmm. And so like, he's like constantly seeking revenge on that. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want this fucking guy. And he knows he's there. And he knows that the Lannisters were the ones who made him do it. Like yeah. he knows that they gave him the order. And 
wh- why? Like, do you know why? Why they murdered them? Mm-hmm. I don't know, actually. I think that it probably happened during, like, Robert's Rebellion, and maybe mm-hmm. Dorne, where, like, Oberyn's from, wasn't on their side of the Rebellion. Maybe they sat with the Targaryens. Yeah. But maybe. they're also just kind of, like, sick. Like, the mountain is Yeah, sick they're just and, deranged. Yeah. So, yeah, because Oberyn, he's a prince. Yeah. So, and, like, he has a brother who, like, the second he was there, they were like, where's your brother? Why isn't he here? And he's like, oh, don't worry. Like, he couldn't come, but, like, I'm here. And everyone's like, great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, but I love him. Yeah, obviously. he's great. Um, so he's there the whole time, and, like, they basically say to him, like, oh, you can be on the um, board, essentially, of judges who are going to, like, vote Tyrion's guilt or not. And then, like, basically, because Tyrion's like, okay, let me... Like, he goes into this trial for his guiltiness or not guiltiness of killing Joffrey. And he's like, it literally wasn't me. And they're like, ah, let's take a break. And Jamie goes up to Tywin and Jamie's like, you know it wasn't him. Like, let him plead guilty and then, like, send him to the wall. Mm-hmm. Send him to work at the wall. Like, strip him of all titles. Like, whatever. But, like, and he says to him, he's like, and then I will take my, what does Jamie offer to do? He's like, I will take my place as, like, heir to something. Oh, Casterly Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, the Lannisters where they live, but since they're into royalty, they're living in King's Landing currently. Yeah. And Jamie's like, I'll go back to Casterly Rock. Which means... So, like, Jamie doesn't have that title right now because he's in the Kingsguard because he wants to stay close to Cersei. Right. So, because he's in the Kingsguard, you don't have, like, a title technically and you don't you can't have land. Yeah. So, but that's what Tywin wants because he doesn't want Tyrion to have it because he hates Tyrion. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, he's like, let him do that and, like, let him live. And so then, like, they try to do that and, like, Tyrion, as all kind of, like, good men who really aren't guilty do, like, he's like, I'm guilty of nothing (laughs) which is an amazing speech yeah he gives this like incredible speech and he's like let me fight for my fate i guess like let me have a duel Mm -hmm. and if i lose like you kill me so yeah so Tyrion's like like trial by combat i'll hire my guy Mm -hmm. you hire your guy and of course like cersei and the lannisters hire the mountain this giant fucking guy and Tyrion hires Oberyn. Right. He, or actually, doesn't Oberyn just, like, offer? He's like, I'll fight for you. I think so, because, because he wants he, to fight the mountain. Exactly. Yeah. Once he finds out that that's who's going to be involved, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to fucking get this guy. Yeah. And so you get to this duel scene between Oberyn, who is Pedro Pascal, who I usually just call Pedro, and Amazing. the mountain, and you're like, okay, obviously he's not going to win. Look at this guy. But then Pedro Pascal is, like, an amazing fighter, and he's basically dancing through battle like he's like doing all these flips and he's smooth and he's quick and he's like killing it and he gets this guy the mountain down he like stabs him and he gets him on the ground yeah and you think he's about to die yeah and the whole time Pedro's fighting him Pedro (laughs) the whole time he's fighting him he's like he keeps saying he's like you kidnapped my sister you raped my sister and you murdered my sister. Say it. I want you to admit it. I want you to admit it. And I want you to tell me who gave the order, like, while he's fighting him. Yes. So then the mountain is on the ground. And he's like, you can't die yet. Like, you haven't admitted anything to me. And he's, like, freaking out. He's circling around him like a hawk. He's like, who gave you the order? Who gave you the order? And then the guy, like, is still kind of alive. Mm-hmm. So, and you you know this is going to happen. Yes. Because you're like, he's getting cocky. Yeah. Like, you should just bite the bullet, kill him, like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that'll be a lot Get better. Get revenge, yeah. Yeah. And the guy grabs him by the ankle, throws him onto the ground, Ugh. gets on top of him, and he's like, I kidnapped your sister, I raped your sister, and I murdered her. And, like, as he's saying that, he's literally gouging his eyes out and Ugh. crushing his skull in his hands because he's, like, basically got, like, giant-sized hands, so he has, like, ridiculous strength. And he crushes Oberyn's skull. That scene Literally. was so nasty. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. Yeah. I can't watch that scene. And then, like, Oberyn's wife, like, it was so sad because right before the battle, she's like, please don't leave me in this world alone. And he's like, oh my gosh, like, I would never. Right. And then, like, he gets his head crushed and she's literally standing there screaming. Yes. It's, in the most brutal way that you could see someone die. That's, like, also, that's, like, kind of in the middle. So season four is kind of, like, heavy. Mm-hmm. Joffrey dies in the beginning. This whole fight happens and Oberyn dies in the middle. And, like, you get quickly attached to him, I feel like. Yes. And, like, his story. And then also it's because it represents Tyrion's fate that you're like, oh, fuck. Like, mm-hmm. now Tyrion's gonna get killed because he lost the duel. Right. 
So there's this whole plot line that we haven't even talked about at all where like Jon Snow basically he works for the wall mm-hmm. and he like ventures out and escapes and like kind of as like a hidden spy in the wildlings which Sam mentioned like way earlier that like that's the wall protects people against. Mm-hmm. So he basically becomes like a fake wiling. Mm-hmm. He falls in love with this woman and they have sex in like a gourd. Like a gorge. A gorge. You know what I mean? Those like um, hot. Like a cave? Yeah. <laughs> Those like hot baths that are like in nature. Yeah. And that woman is his wife in real life, right? Yeah, it's so cute. cute. Love it. And their love story is cute. Cute. Did they meet on the show? Yeah. <gasps> Isn't that so that. cute? I think they filmed in like Iceland. Like, we fell in love on set. Like there's like interviews about Aww. it. It's super cute. Yeah. Good. I love that. I know. I like them both. Well, so that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's like being incognito and then he you know, has to go back to the wall, like, mm-hmm. and report what he knows, and he leaves them, and I guess he betrays her in theory, but his love for her was real, like, even though he was being a traitor, like, mm-hmm. in a way, like, it wasn't to her, like, that just was happenstance. Yes. Um, so, Jon Snow now is back at the wall, and he's like, yo, these people are coming, there's like a hundred thousand of them, they have giants, they have mammoths, they have cannibals, like, they've got all these fucking crazy people, and we've got like a thousand men that work at the, and fight at the wall and like not even all of them are good fighters yeah there's this guy sam yeah who they call piggy he's like a terrible fighter he's like this really like nebbish guy that like <laughs> that like his dad sent him to the wall because he was like you're not good for anything right like go so sad so sad and like Love john him. snow takes him under his wing because he's a good guy mm-hmm. and among their adventures like john uh, Sam falls in love with this girl who's like an inbred daughter. Her name is Gilly. Yeah. And she basically lives with this guy where like it's just him and all his daughters and he fucks his daughters and has more daughters. Like it's like really weird and gross. Yep. But if the daughters have sons, that like everyone's always like, wait, what? Why are there no boys here? Like mm-hmm. what if they have a girl? And no one says anything. Like yeah. everyone doesn't talk about it. And then you find out that basically like the guy, what's his name? Crash? Crasher. Crash. Crash. <laughs> That's my new favorite one. Crash. Crash. He gives his sons away to the White Walkers, and then they grow up and they become adult yeah. White Walkers. It's like an agreement. He's like, you leave me and my daughters alone and don't literally kill us and eat us and turn us into White Walkers, mm-hmm. and we will give you every boy that is born. Right. Um, which is terrible. <laughs> yeah. So just, just a little bit. He's like, not only am I literally raping my daughters and forcing incest on them, mm-hmm. if they just so happen to bear a son, which they would immediately fall attached to because it's their child, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it from them and turn it into an undead ice monster. Yes. <laughs> very, very cute. Yeah, really romantic. Just family bonding. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Just family things. Yeah. <laughs> you can't pick your family. <laughs> oh my God. crazy crazy stuff (laughs) so that happens and you know at one point sam kills a white walker which Mm -hmm. is like the end of season three i think i think so he like is basically with this girl gilly and her she had a son and he's like i'm gonna help you escape like let's get out of here and they escape and they're like in the frozen wilderness and Mm -hmm. whatever and they see a white walker like coming towards them and like he didn't even know he was gonna kill it like he just grabbed a knife and like kind of just like stabbed yes and like it was weird. It like the guy like froze and then shattered. Yes. Like I don't know the DNA makeup of a White Walker. So I don't no, know it's chemically why the dragon glass. It, like the weapon he used was made oh, of this thing called dragon glass, and that's what kills them. Yes, that's what he tells Bran. Like when him and Bran meet up in that scene, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, take this with you. Like this is the only thing that kills White Walkers." Oh. And then Jojen, the guy who's like kind of irrelevant, who's like yeah. wheeling Bran around, and he's like, "You're your destiny, that guy." Yeah. He's like, "Nobody's seen a White Walker," and he's like, "I did, and I killed one. Like someone had to be the first. Yep. And he didn't even know he was. You like you said, like he just kind of tried something and it worked yeah so that's how they find that out yeah and like the white walkers sam mentioned this earlier like people don't believe that like they're really around Mm -hmm. but like some people are like no they definitely are and like you see them in the first episode yes they kill people in the first episode and like the starks like kind of address it they're like oh what are these traces of like something that happened and someone's like could it be white walkers and they're like there hasn't been a white walker around here in 25 years (laughs) i haven't heard that name in years So they're like, pish posh, applesauce, there's right. no white walkers here. Yeah. Um, and there are. They're very much are. And yeah, so Sam is at the wall. Jon Snow is at the wall. And all their little cronies. And, you know, these people, the wildlings, made up of mammoths, giants, humans, cannibals, are 
coming to storm the wall and they want to take Castle Black and they just want to conquer it and kill everyone and eat them and blah, blah, blah. So you get this, what is it called exactly? The Battle. Oh, um. Is it called the Battle I don't Castle know. Black? The I Battle just of the, oh, the Battle of Castle Black is probably right. I was calling it the Battle of the Wall. But it might like, be. Called I, that. Like the episode name. Yeah. I never look at the episode names. Two. You don't? I don't read episode names and I don't read episode descriptions and I don't look at thumbnails. Really? Why? Spoilers. I know that sounds crazy, but like you never know what you're gonna see. You're really smart. You really take every. I don't even to not be spoiled. Thank you. I told Sam this. Like I don't even when I'm watching a show, I don't follow anyone who's in the show on social media until mm-hmm. I finish it. That's very smart. And like I won't Google their names because I don't want my algorithm to like bring stuff to me. I'm just shocked that the TikTok algorithm has not gotten you because I legitimately have not watched a single Game of Thrones TikTok ever in my yeah, life. Yeah, but. I feel like TikTok listens when you're, like, in the room as something. Well, maybe that's proof that it doesn't. Maybe. Because I'm not kidding you. Like, not one has even... I'm not not even Richard Madden. Really? Nothing comes up. That's actually insane. And I'm not Googling them. Like, sometimes I'll look up, like, what... Like, when I finish a season, if I'm like, okay, what the fuck were those characters' names? Yeah. I'll look up, like, what characters were in Game of Thrones season two. That's smart. So it'll give me, like, that list, and Mm -hmm. it'll only show me that, instead Mm -hmm. of going on, like, a Game of Thrones wiki fandom, and, like, it's showing me, like... Because then, like, let's say I hadn't watched The Red Wedding yet. Yeah. And I went on, like, Game of Thrones wiki fandom, Mm -hmm. and I clicked Rob Stark's profile. Oh. It would have said died at the this blah 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 and i would have been like what yeah so but wait but like rob stark like you know he's dead now so well do now you look him up or like look no. up richard madden no no really because i don't want it to bring anything to me that's really smart of you yeah so i'm I really pretty careless with that I, stuff so i'm impressed so basically it's like you're looking at this battle and you're like there's no world where Jon snow and all these little like dudes are gonna win yeah there's no way right but they have just basically, like, really good, like... I feel like they have good equipment and they get lucky. Yeah. Like, they have that thing that, like, skates against the wall so anyone who climbs it gets basically crushed to death and sliced in half. Right. They have the barrels of, like, oil and fire that they throw over and mm-hmm. it, like, directly kills all the mammoths and giants, like, yes, right away. right. Which is, like, their most powerful people. They have all the fire arrows, but, of course, the people at the wall, tons of them die, including, like... Two of the main, like, friends, I guess you could say. I don't mm-hmm. even remember their names, but... Oh, Gren and Pip, I think? So, you know, we see them die. We lose a lot of good ones. But Sam lives. Jon Snow lives. Mm-hmm. And they win that portion of, like, the battle. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, the rest of the people who were with them are, like, at camp nearby. So, mm-hmm. like, the next day, Jon Snow is like, all right, I'm going to go negotiate with them to end this, like, war and, right. like, come to even terms. Mm-hmm. And he goes to talk to, like, the head of the Wildlings or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, come on. Knock it off. (laughs) And they're like, you knock it off. They're like, we, the winter is coming, Mm -hmm. which I guess in theory just means, like, it's going to get really cold. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they think. Yeah. And so they're like, you know, like, we're, if we were to leave now and go back south, we wouldn't make it by the time winter comes. Mm -hmm. We need somewhere to, like, live and stay. Yeah. Give us your tunnel Mm -hmm. that you guys have. Let that be ours. And we'll stop the battle. Mm -hmm. If you don't, the rest of us will come at you. And, like, there's no shot. You have enough men left. Like, yeah, you beat us then. But there's no shot you can beat us now. Right. And, you know, they talk a little bit about the girl that Jon Snow loved because she died in battle. Sad. She was basically... She killed someone on her own side who was, like, killing Jon. And Mm -hmm. then they had this, like, beautiful moment where they were, like, looking at each other and, like, Mm -hmm. not speaking. And there's this, like, random little boy that was at the wall. Yeah. And he, like, moments before, Sam was like, find a weapon and do something. Yes. And he picks up a bow and arrow and he shoots her. Because he doesn't realize he's doing something bad, you know? No, yeah. Literally, he doesn't know because then the camera pans to him and Jon Snow is like, like, he's about to be like, who the fuck did that? And it shows this little boy and he's got like this little smirk and he's like, hmm. Yeah, he's like, I did that for you. I got you. I did it. Aren't you proud of me? And of course, it's the worst thing. So she dies. What did you think when she died? Because we didn't talk about that yet. It was horrible. Yeah. It was horrible, but. It was sad. It would have been nice to see her live. It would have been nice because obviously I don't know what's going to happen in season five. But Mm -hmm. if I had to pick a perfect world, like ending this battle, you know, they would give them the tunnel or maybe they would just be like, how about you guys all come work for the wall since we lost so many men and like Jon Snow allegedly, in my opinion, is like the new leader. Right. He's like, come work for the wall. We all eat, you know, we have warm beds. Live here. Yeah, work here. You'll get the necessities and, you know, we'll combine. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And then, like, she would be there and, you know, maybe there would be something there and they would change the rule about not taking a lover. Who knows? But she's dead. Yeah, So that will not dead. happen. Did you expect it? Um, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Like, when she was standing there and they were having that moment, I was like, all right, well, obviously Jon Snow isn't dying yet because, yeah. like, this battle isn't enough to kill him. Like, this would be lame. Yes. So I was like, it's got to be her. Yeah, it's sad. So then they're having this conversation, this is like negotiation, and they hear horses. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, what the fuck? Like, I thought you said no one was going to, like, you weren't going to fight us anymore. Like, I thought this was a negotiation. And he was like, that's not my men. Like, yeah. we don't have horses. Like, that's not us. Yeah. And they go out there, and it's Stannis Baratheon right. and da- Sir Davos and all their men. And they're coming to conquer because, you know, Sir Davos is on the quest for the Iron Throne and to take over and be the king because mm-hmm. he's, you know, I'm the rightful heir. Right. And, you know, this is, like, part of his path. And they come outside this tent, and they see them. And they're like, we're going to kill you guys, by the way. And we're going to, you know, take this land. Mm-hmm. We're going to take Castle Black or whatever. Right. I guess that's, like, what he wants to do in that moment. Yeah. In part of his conquest. And then Jon Snow's like, I'm Ned Stark's son. And they're like, everyone loves Ned Stark. They're like, Ned Stark, the honorable, the great, like, the best guy ever. And, of yes. course, like, he was best friends with King Robert. Yeah. Who is Stannis' brother. And technically, Ned was, like, backing Stannis' claim. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So he was like, all right, well, what would he do? And he's like... And John basically saves this guy's life that he was negotiating with. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, he just could have killed me and tortured me, but he didn't. He was striking a deal with me. Like, my father would take him as prisoner and, you know, just, like, hold him for questioning. Right. And basically he's like, all right, you heard him. And he, like, spares his life. And yeah. then he's like, also, like, you need to burn all the bodies you killed, like, because, you know, there's something. He says something weird. He's like, Wait, if you saw what this? we... John Snow, he's like, if you saw what we saw, like, you would want to kill the bodies. Oh, because they think that... The dead bodies could turn as White Walkers. Oh, yeah, because now, like, Jon Snow has spoken to Sam, mm-hmm. who, and Sam was like, bruh, I saw White Walkers, and I killed one. Yes, Um. Yes. So that's that. That kind of concludes that for season four with Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Um, Daenerys, her season four conclusion, she's basically, like, still on the quest for the throne as well, and freeing people, and making this, like, beautiful society. Um, but in that, you know... Like, you said something before that was really powerful. It was like, you can't please everyone or something. Yeah. And there's, like, these guys that were slaves, and they come up to her throne, like, you know, when you would, like, I guess back then, like, approach the throne. And, yeah. And, like, you would ask for money or food or whatever. Right. And they're like, when we had masters, like, mm-hmm. we also had jobs. Like, now we don't have a purpose. Like, yes. what you're doing is good for the younger people. Mm-hmm. But for us old people, like, the young people, because she, they were like, we don't get enough food or this or that. And she's like, or shelter. And she's like, oh, but I have these things I set up for everyone. And they're like, yeah, but the young people kick the shit out of the old people. Yeah. And, like, they take everything for them. Right. And we have no titles. Like, we don't have our homes, you know, so Mm -hmm. we don't have a purpose. Can we let our masters buy us back? Mm -hmm. So we have, and she's like, you want to be a slave again to these people? Like, they were terrible to you. And they're like, no, but, like, we had jobs. Like, we had a purpose. Yeah. And she's like, okay, like, you can sign a contract for a year. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the first sign that, like, her perfect society isn't perfect. Right. And then this guy comes up with a bag of, like, a burnt little body. And he's like, this was my three-year-old daughter. And he was, like, a shepherd. So I guess his daughter was, like, out in the sheep's field. Mm -hmm. And he's like, the black-winged shadow burnt her alive. Mm -hmm. Because basically, like, Daenerys has her three dragons. And Drogon? Drogon, yeah. Drogon, like, I mean, I guess it it was really sad. You saw it happen once where, like, it, like, ate a sheep. But, like, I don't know, animals eat animals, whatever. Right. Whatever, I guess the food chain. It's less sad it. when it's like the dragons killing animals. Than but people it's killing animals. Yeah, yes. I agree. But so when he was like, when the dragon was like, you know, dracarising a sheep field to like yeah. get some dinner, he accidentally also like killed an innocent little girl. Right. So now she's like, and then the dragon's like also missing. Yes. Oh, so yes. So yes. she's like, what the fuck? So she, it's really, really fucking sad and I was crying watching it. She takes her other two dragons and she takes them down to this, like, it's almost like a sewer. Mm-hmm. It's like an underground area where there's, like, you know, dead animals and, like, things that they can eat. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, walking with them. And they follow her blind loyalty. Like, they're her mother. Like, she is their mother. Right. The dragons. And so they're walking with her. They're walking with her. And while they're eating, she puts, like, chains on their neck to kind of keep them there. Mm-hmm. And then she starts to walk away. And they start to walk after her. And they're stuck. And they can't walk and they start crying and yelling. And, yeah. like, she's walking away hysterical crying because she's, like, basically, like, her dragons were always as free as her people. Like, right. she had this, like, equivalent society. 
And she's like, these dragons literally breathe fire, and mm-hmm. they killed someone's three-year-old daughter. Yeah. Like, I, it's not safe. Right. So she locks them up, and it's horrible. It's so sad. Because she so comes from, sad. like, a different world, too, which I think yeah. is part of it. Because she's like, oh, like, I'm doing the right thing, and I'm freeing all these people. But, like, she doesn't really know anything about their society. Yeah, true. That's kind of Daenerys's cap on season four. Mm-hmm. Um, Cersei approaches Tywin and is like, okay, like, I'm not marrying that that boy. Loris. Loris. I'm yeah. not marrying him. And he's like, we've talked about this a thousand times. Like, literally, yes, you are. Mm-hmm. And because now that Joffrey is dead, Marjorie is marrying the other... Tommen. Tommen, who's younger than Joffrey. So mm-hmm. it's, like, a little weird. But he's like, Marjorie's going to marry Tommen. And, like, you're going to marry Loris still. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I'm not. Because I love Jamie And we literally have sex. And he's like, <laughs> that's not true. And she's like, yes, it is. And you know it is. You just don't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, why would you want to believe that? That's fucking weird and gross. It's also weird of her to say to her dad. But yeah, well, she did know. it on purpose. Because she right. was like, if you're going to make my life hell, like, and ruin my life and, like, force me to be unhappy. Yes. I'm going to make you know that your kids literally are deranged. <laughs> right. Like, so. And then, like, the scene ends. And, like, she goes up to Jamie and she's like, I told him I'm not marrying him and that I love you and blah, blah, blah. And, like, then they start hooking up and you're like, okay, I thought we were done with this. Right. <laughs> like, we don't need to see it. We just need to know what happens, I like Yeah, because then there's another scene, like, backtracking when Jamie came back to King's Landing mm-hmm. after being, you know, captured by the Starks and he came back with Brienne mm-hmm. where he finally sees Cersei again and she's, like, basically being a bitch. She's like, you left me. And he's like, I was kidnapped. My hand got cut off. And then I fought day and night to get back here because I literally love you. Right. And she's like, no, you left me. And he's like, okay, what the fuck? And he also, like, is, I guess, like, horny. (laughs) And he, like, low-key, like, rapes her next to Joffrey's dead body. Like, she's like, she's like, no, no, we can't. No. And, like, literally, it's, like, in Joffrey's tomb. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. And, like, literally, like, raping her. It's really weird. It's really, really weird. And so that caps their season four. Yes. Um, Theon Greyjoy is basically in this other kingdom where they like tortured him. They cut off his penis. They renamed him Reek. And he's basically like Gollum or like Dobby at this point. Like he's like a little like hobbly, like brainless like creature of a person. He doesn't even remember his identity. He's like, I am Reek, loyal Reek. Like, his sister storms where he is to free him. Right. And she's like, come on, let's go. And he's like, Reek, want to stay. And she's like, your name is Theon. He's like, no, I'm Reek. And she's like, what the fuck? And then she's like, all right, let's go. And everyone's like, but what about your brother? And she's like, my brother's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And then that guy, I don't even remember his name, the one who tortures him and captured him. Ramsey, he's like, I need you to do me a favor. You're going to pretend to be someone named Theon Greyjoy, which is fucked up because that's his real name. Yeah, and he's like, and you're going to go to this other place and you're going to like tell them to give us their castle and that we will spare their lives. And he's like, okay. And they trust him because he's Theon Greyjoy. And then he's like, I did it. And then they're like, okay, cool. Let's take this castle. Oh, remember when we said we were going to spare all your lives? Psych. We're going to skin you alive. Kill all these people. Um, And so that kind of caps off that. And then the grand finale of season four. Right. So, you know, Tyrion was on trial, Mm -hmm. lost the duel, was basically arraigned to be killed. Mm -hmm. And he's like, all right, fuck this shit. He, Jamie is like on his side. He kind of sets him free from his like dungeon. And Tyrion first kills Shay, the woman that the whore he had fallen in love with, Mm -hmm. kills her. And I think in my opinion, I told you this, Mm -hmm. I think he kills her because he knows that they all know who she is now because mm-hmm. she, like, testified on trial. Well, he also finds her in Tywin's bed. I didn't recognize that. Oh, my I God. Wait, I thought you realized. No. Because he goes into Tywin's room looking for his father. I guess, I don't think he was going to kill him yet. Oh, my God, wait, that makes so much sense. Oh, because my then, God. And then she was like, She's like my lion, but she was talking to Tywin, and he, she always she called, called him her lion, so yes. he thought it was something special. Well, it was wow. like a low blow. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's why he, I think that's why he killed her in the moment. Yeah. But she also kind of like betrayed him during the trial. She was like, you know, like, 
she just became selfish and was like, he just called me his whore, but like, you That's know that Tyrion was trying to protect her as a viewer, yeah. and she was kind of being like, playing like, her game, and I don't know, I think there was like, layers to it, but the main reason was... She was wow. in Tywin's bed. I, I thought you realized realize that. that. No, that's why I said that before. I was like, yeah. oh, he must have killed her because he wanted to protect her. And yeah. Like, oh, my God. Okay. Well, so he kills his lover because she fucked his dad. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Listen, you do what you got to do, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with a scorned man. <laughs> so he kills her. And then he goes down to the privy, which is like the private chamber pot toilets. Mm-hmm. And Tywin is like taking shit. Mm-hmm. And... Tyrion has a crossbow mm-hmm. and Tywin's like you're not gonna kill your dad like I'm your dad you're my son mm-hmm. and he's like you've never treated me like your son like literally ever you call me an imp you blame mm-hmm. me for your wife dying and you have me arranged to be murdered and like you can tell just like knowing the show at this point like Tywin is lying but he's like obviously I'm not gonna have you killed like don't worry it's gonna be fine and in your head you're like no Tyrion you have to kill him he's lying to you you have to kill him right and he does he shoots him with an arrow twice so he kills his lover and his father all in one night. And then in like a Madagascar style shipping box, like when Alex the Lion and Marty the Zebra are like going to the Central Park Zoo, he like goes to confession with, what's his name, Vassar? Oh my God, Varys. Oh, Varys. <laughs> Vassar. Close Isn't that college? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Um, Tyrion goes to Varys and he's like, help me. And he's like, I got you. Puts him in this little box. Mm-hmm. And he puts him on a boat. Mm-hmm. And he's going somewhere. Don't know where. Mm-hmm. And then the next and last thing you see in the episode to cap out season four, Arya Stark mm-hmm. was with the Hound like on their journey. Who knows where they're going. And they stumble upon Brienne of Tarth mm-hmm. and Podrick. Oh, this scene's so good. I forgot yeah. about this. Podrick, who if you don't remember that was Tyrion's squire who saved him he was an amazing squire and they were gonna ask him to testify against Tyrion Mm -hmm. and Podrick was like I'm not doing that and Tyrion was like you have to testify against me or they will kill you right and he's like I'm not doing it And he's like then you need to get out of here Mm -hmm. like you need to run because like Podrick's amazing and also like a subplot they basically gifted Podrick because he saved Tyrion's life they were like here's money like go to the whores and, like, have fun. And he goes and, like, has sex with these women and he comes back and he has the money and they're like, did you not do it? And he's like, no, I did. And he's like, why didn't you pay them? And he's like, no, I did. They gave me the money back. And they were like, wait, what do you mean? And he was like, they said that they enjoyed themselves so much that they didn't need to be paid. And everyone's <laughs> like, okay, why is Podrick literally packing? Underrated plot line. <laughs> Underrated. It's one of the, like, funnier moments of the show. Yes. Because, like, then, like, Braun and, like, Tyrion, like, pour like a beer and they're like tell us everything you do in the bedroom <laughs> yeah and it's just and i think he doesn't say anything no right? he doesn't say anything it just remains a he's like i don't know i just like much. did it yeah it was so funny but so podrick and brianne leave together mm-hmm. and they're just like adventuring and brianne has like i said she's super honest and oath keeper she names her sword oath keeper she's like still following pursuit that she promised catelyn stark that she would bring sansa and Arya stark home so she stumbles upon the hound and Arya like in the wilderness mm-hmm. and be- something happens where they recognize who the hound is mm-hmm. and then they everyone knows or no, because they were at like this place with one of Arya's old friends, like the Baker Boy. They stopped there at like an inn, and somehow they find out that Arya is out with the Hound, mm-hmm. and like that that's a thing. So once they recognize the Hound, Brienne's like, "Oh my God, you're Arya Stark! Mm-hmm. I ha- you have to come with me." And the Hound's like, "Go with you where?" And she's like, "I promised Catelyn I would bring her home, like on her deathbed, like that. I promised her, like I have to do that for right. her." And he's like. Her mom's dead. Her dad's dead. Her brother's dead. Her other brother is a bastard and at the wall. Her other brother, her other two little brothers are allegedly dead. And then her older sister is held captive at King's Landing. Where are you taking her that's safe? Mm-hmm. Like, no, she's fine. Like, And she's like, no, I have to keep my oath. And then the Hound and Brienne have like this crazy battle because they're like the two best fighters in the mm-hmm. whole show. And Brienne like pushes him off a cliff. Oh, yeah. And he like is at the bottom of the cliff like not dead yet but like his leg is broken you see like a bone sticking out like he's all fucked up like you can tell he's gonna die he's got sword wounds like whatever and then Arya they're like fuck where did she go Arya Arya and like Pod and Brienne run off looking for Arya and she was like hiding behind a rock the whole time Mm -hmm. like something silly and then she like goes down to where the hound is 
And he's like, kill me. Like, just put me out of my misery. Like, mm-hmm. I'm ready for death. And she takes the gold out of his pocket that he has. Mm-hmm. And she leaves him to die mm-hmm. and does not kill him. And she just leaves him in the middle of the woods, bleeding out, broken bones, like, flesh, open wounds, no money, like, abandons him. Yeah. And then she finds a... She, like, gets on a horse and she goes to this place where there's, like, a boat. I don't know Mm -hmm. what, like, country it was, Mm -hmm. but it was where the dancing man... Bravos. Bravos, okay. Yes. It was where her fighting coach was from. Yes. And so she goes there, and she's like, please help me, I need to get on a boat. And they're like, no thanks. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I have gold. And they're like, don't need it, don't want you here. Like, not trying to be responsible for a kid. Right. And, like, the guy's like, there's literally, like, drunken sailors, no beds, Mm -hmm. like, no. And she's like, please, like, you have to help me. And then she's like, wait, I have this. Mm-hmm. And she shows them something that the dancing coach gave her. No, the right? the assassin. Remember the, the assassin from Harrenhal? And he's like, name three people, I'll kill them. In the second season. And he was like, like, with the guy, like, with the rat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gave her that. Yeah. Because he's also from Bravo. Oh. But they're both from Bravos. Okay. And he he's like, give this to, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay, wow. So either way, these people are like, wait a second, where did you get this? And yeah. she's like, I got it from this guy. Yeah. And they're like, oh my god, yeah. you're cool. Come with us. <laughs> <laughs> she's in. <laughs> like, she's so him. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And she gets on a boat, mm-hmm. and season four ends. And that was the last, se- that was the last scene? Uh-huh. Her, like, on the boat. Oh my god. So you got a lot thing. of people in boats going places? A lot of people in boats. A lot of, like, you can tell, like, there's so much to come. Yes, there is. And that was a lot to unpack, and we did our best. I hope we did a good job. Yeah. Um, there's so much to cover, and if you're a Game of Thrones person, please talk to me about it, and, you know, just be a part of the Rambling Pod Game of Thrones conversation. Yes, please. Because me and Sam are going to keep deep diving, and, you know, then in a couple weeks, me, Sam, and potentially Matt and Liam will do a seasons five through eight, mm-hmm. right? There's eight seasons or there's nine? There's eight seasons, yeah. Thank you for forcing me, not forcing me, but like persuading me to start <laughs> this because I literally needed to and I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad you did. And I think that you're also going to really like House of the Dragon because it's the same universe, the same kind of like minds that create it, but it's super different also. So it's like a, it's good in a different way, but I love it. My prediction for the rest of the show. Oh, yes. Who's going to die? Okay. At some point. My prediction. Mm-hmm. Tyrion has okay. to. It just has to happen. And I'm all, I want everyone to know I'm not looking at Sam while I say these things because I'm nervous I'm going to say something and then she's going to like look away and I'm going to be like, I was right. Um, but okay, so Tyrion I think is going to die at some point. I think that Jamie's going to die at some point. I think that Jorah Mormont is going to die at some point. I think that... I mean, I'm sure there's characters I haven't met yet. Yeah. I think that Sir Davos is going to die. Hopefully Stannis Baratheon dies. Hopefully the Red Lady dies. Oh my god. I mean, but those are just like, please... Right. Hopefully Littlefinger dies. Mm-hmm. Um, I like weirdly don't necessarily think Jon Snow is going to die. Um, I don't think Daenerys is going to die. And I'm like, it, okay, if Theon has a strong comeback story, he will die. If he doesn't and he remains on this like reek path, mm-hmm. he'll just be there and he won't die. Okay. Um, and the one that I'm most torn about is Jamie. Like if he's going to die or not. I'm inclined to say yes, mm-hmm. and that, like, Cersei would outlive him, but I don't know. I don't think Arya's gonna die. I don't think Sansa's gonna die. Sam, I think Sam's gonna die. And it, Bran and Rickon. Ah, uh, Bran and Rickon might as well be dead already. Rickon hasn't <laughs> been in episodes for so long. I know. Him and Osho and... Osho! <laughs> and even when... Tonks. Tonks. Even when uh, Rickon is in episodes, he doesn't really talk, so... I literally didn't even realize he was a Stark for... Like episodes. Fair I enough. Was like, Wait, what? Theon really is more of a Stark than him. At least legit. Yeah. No, I agree. Um. Okay. So maybe Bran will die. Mm-hmm. Rickon. Whatever. Wait. I'm curious to know what your like plot point loose predictions are. Like in like a thirty second spiel. Like what do you think is gonna happen to like our main characters? Like the plot. Where is it gonna go? Okay. I think that Daenerys is gonna get the throne. Mm-hmm. I think that. Jon Snow is going to, like, take over and transform the wall and it's going to become something completely different and better. I think that... I don't know what's going to happen with, like, the whole Marjorie, Cersei, Tommen, Loras, like, dynamic, Jamie, all of that. I'm really up in the air about that. 
Um, I think that Sansa's gonna have a come up. I would hope that it would be her and Arya coming together somehow. I don't know where I think Tyrion is even going. Okay. And what do you think is in Braavos, where Arya's going? Um, just like niceness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm really excited because now, like, inside your mind, I can see where you think things are gonna go and yeah. I know what happens. My brain is see-through. Yeah, but to see how that ages. Yeah. For like just like your live text updates, but also like oh. next time we unpack everything, like At, it's yeah. interesting. Because <laughs> honestly, I have like a horrible memory, but for some reason I remember everything about the show. But I don't remember like what I thought while I was watching it. Yeah. So it's really interesting to see like what you think is going to happen. I agree. As I watch these episodes, I text Sam and Liam and Matt and. Michael, Sam and Matt's brother. <laughs> right. And I text them, like, live. Like, as I'm having feelings and reacting to things. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's very unfiltered. Like, no one's names are ever fucking correct. Like, Amazing. I just, like, text them, like, what's going on so they can, like, experience what I'm experiencing. I love it. It it makes me so excited because I know with the big moments you're always going to send a text and it's yeah. always going to be entertaining. So I know, like, <laughs> when you've gotten up to something so I don't have to worry about, like, spoiling anything. But I know I yeah. love our little group. I know, it's really cute. We have to have another watch maybe next week. We will. No matter what you're up to, we just gotta do it. Yeah. Sam, Mm -hmm. why don't you, because obviously Sam is clearly cool and knowledgeable and fun. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) And she's my best friend, so make her yours. Um, (laughs) Oh my god, please. Why don't you plug your Instagram and your art Instagram? Oh my god, thanks. Okay, so they're super similar. My uh, personal Instagram is Sam Struz, so S-T-R-U-Z-Z. Um, and then my art Instagram is just Sam Strews Art. So if you're gonna follow one of the two, make it my art Instagram. That's more important to me. But also, follow both. Sam <laughs> is an amazing artist. She's literally a genius and oh. a visual like influencer. Oh my God, you're too kind. Savage. If you ever want me to come back and talk about art, the arts, theater the arts. arts, I would love to. Oh my God, yes. Well, first we have to get through Game of Thrones. I'm not we ready do. to unpack anything else. That's obviously our priority. It's our strongest priority. Of course. Um, that's it for the spiel. This was seasons one through four of Game of Thrones. And, you know, follow at the Rambling Pod on Instagram if you're not already. I have a highlight that says, like, Game of Thrones journey. There will probably be a second one soon because I might, like, fill up the first one. So you can catch up on things I experienced while watching it there. And, you know, anytime I'm watching, I just, like, post on my Instagram story. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, do it as I go. So it's entertaining and, you know... I'm ready to start season five. As Michael Scott once said, I am ready to get hurt again. (laughs) As you should be. Don't be attached. Don't be attached. Mm, I can't help myself. (laughs) (laughs) Expect the worst. Yep, expect the worst. Maybe pleasantly surprised. Probably not. Probably not. Gonna be disappointed no matter what. (laughs) Yeah. But thank you for having me. It was so fun. I love you. I love you more. I'm excited for this journey, for the rest of this journey. Me too. (laughs) I love you. Bye, everyone. Hasta la pasta. And... Dracaris. <laughs> <laughs>